What's great, good, and real, my cliche family? It's your boy, Jeff, coming to you with another episode of the Do You Rules podcast. I am I am on a thousand today. I woke up ego first, which is which is typically in an aggressive state. And I love when I wake up like that because I'm still learning how to manage that emotion. And but usually it allows me to go really, really hard throughout the day and not really care for what type of physical or mental pain I might need to endure. But anyhow, capitalizing on 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 our previous episode, Chasing the Cookie, what I'm going to look to do today is define the chase, define the chase, because I think it's ever important. And, and we'll get into why I think it is ever important and what it is, what it could possibly do for you as you chase as you chase life, as you chase life. And, and I, you know, as I listen and reflected and I listened to yesterday's episode, I want to say about nine or 10 times, just, just because I wanted to, you know, again, I thought it was really, really important. I really enjoy the topic, you know, chasing the cookie. It's, it's really what resonates with me to allow me to, to work on my potential and, and, and attain my, my level of consciousness and bliss and nirvana, my unity, my oneness that I think is, is, is easy. I don't want to say easily, but I think it's possible for everyone. And, and thereby doing that opens up endless possibilities, right? That's, and that's what it's about changing lives, optimizing minds, and affording you the possibility of whatever it is. I forgot to do this yesterday. If you're alive and listening, (laughs) great place to be. Great place to be. It's a beautiful life, a beautiful world, massive possibility and potential. I hope you feel that way today. And if you don't, that's cool too. I hope you find a way to feel that way more so than not. And, And one of the reasons why I referenced how I woke up today is because the reality of the chase, the reality of the grind, the reality of the potential possibility is that we have to endure. And and I want to get into a lot of cliche terms on how I'm going to define the chase today and chasing that cookie and defining the cookie, because I think it's important. I think it's important. But but the actuality of what we're trying to do, of what I try to do, of what I've, I've been able to achieve, at least in earnest, comes with the reality too, that some days, excuse me, we're just irritated. Some days, you know, we might feel like we're on a thousand. Some days we might feel like we're on five and, and those ebbs and flows are what is, is where the ability resides for me anyway, to try to maximize and capitalize on the potential of life. And that regardless of how I'm feeling, I'm going to try to try my best to execute I'm going to do my best to follow my routine. I'm going to do my best to be as conscious as possible. And consciousness comes with the reality too. Again, that we have anger. We have, you know, what I call is, is the devil, which is self doubt. That is truly the devil that resides within self doubt, but frustration and, and, and just anxiety, all those things I believe are natural emotions because we're human and we have a psyche and we have a mental state and trying to separate from that, I think is, is, you're doing yourself an injustice flat out. And, and it's also when we start to separate the mind from the body as if, as if we should, and we shouldn't because mind and body, I believe create spirit and one not being aligned with the other 
I think is a detriment to your world and to your life. So chasing the cookie, chasing the cookie and defining the chase. Stop me if you've heard this, but the chase is the process. The chase is the process. And so what I want to really have resonate with you all today is falling in love with the process and, and the acknowledgement that you are already in love with a process today, whether you realize it or not and how defining the cookie will ultimately define the process and your ability to be aligned and enjoy it, whether or not you're feeling it on a particular day. Now, one of the things I referenced, the chemical process that's involved in our world that really, really is influential. And I'm not sure it's talked about enough. At least it is. If, if you go down this mindset path, the, the chemical I reference, which is all in your brain, it's a, it's technically a neurotransmitter. It's called dopamine, dopamine. I'm going to read this for you. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter, a chemical that transmits messages produced in the brain and other parts of the body, sometimes referred to as the feel-good neurotransmitter. Check this out. And this is why this is important. It plays an important role in the pleasure reward system that motivates people to repeat certain behaviors. Motivates people to repeat certain behaviors a pleasure reward system. And so you're walking around in a routine and I'll talk about a routine another day and, and get into the depths. I, I believe of the routine, but again, we're talking about the chase and the process you're involved in a process today that is producing dopamine levels for you. That is pleasuring you and rewarding you, whether you are fully aware and conscious of it or not. And this is why I always refer to consciousness and unconsciousness. The truth is, the more you repeat behaviors, the less, the less aware you are of the feel good, which is why I referenced yesterday, the first time you felt it, you can never get it again. And it's because you start to build up like an immunity or a tolerance. It's more of a tolerance to this feel good. And, and because you want to go into a routine and flow and, and we're, we're predominantly in our subconscious state, our brain is constantly looking for feel good measures, thereby you repeating whatever it is that you do regularly, whether you acknowledge it or not to feel good about your feel good. And this is where the chase and defining the cookie and chasing the cookie comes into play in that you've already defined what that cookie is thereby creating the chase and the difficulty I'm finding we have in today's world is that we are ever abundant and that we have so much possibility through technology. We are, we are essentially stripping our creativity through abundance and the immediate and stop me. If you've heard this too, the immediate and instant gratification that technology and other abundant things provide us including our world being 80% visual. And every time you turn something on and the world's marketing machine is promoting to you, you're seeing abundance. Even if you're not feeling or touching it, or it, 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 it is ultimately what it is that you have 
you see it, your pleasure reward system triggers, and then you just become addicted to it, which I also think is a great spot to be in. We're all addicted one way or the other. Essentially, chasing the cookie is replacing one addiction for another. It's also the concept of trading instant gratification for delayed gratification. Instant gratification for delayed gratification. And so defining the cookie is ever important because the cookie will ultimately decide what the chase is. And the chase should start to provide you the dopamine hits you're looking for. It's just you have to maintain the consistency and love the process in order to execute and reshift your mindset into getting whatever it is you want to get. And then you also have to strip yourself of this overabundance in the world, which is why I talked recently about doing you and being inside of you and staying with you. Like we've lost, we've lost, like I talk to myself, I talk to myself so much. I talk to myself regularly. I even do it subconsciously. I come to consciously, oh shit, I've been talking to myself like the past hour. It's why I listen to myself on the podcast 10 times. It's not, it has nothing to do with narcissism. It has everything to do with, well, how can I be better tomorrow? That's part of my chase. That I want to be aware and, and, and in tune with my emotions and feelings, right, wrong, or indifferent, whether I'm on a thousand or five, whether I'm angry or happy, whether I'm in, in, in massively intense or, or feeling docile. That's important too, because you can't know one without the other. And the problem with this constant, abundant, instant dopamine rush is you never have a chance to, 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 to not feel good about the feel good. You can't even feel good about the feel good because you've lost sight of what the feel good is. You're just wrapped in this immediacy of life. And nothing truly worth chasing is ever given to you in an immediate form. It's never easy. It can't be. It, that, look around you. And you know it when you search in your soul and you want this, this possibility, one of the things that stops you is like, fuck, this is hard. That's a, that's a long chase. So you have to come to terms and acknowledge your dopamine and the immediacy of life that is just giving you all these pleasurable feel goods that, that you've built up such a high tolerance for that you don't even feel it. It's like the alcoholism, right? It takes one drink, then two drinks. The next thing you know, you're going through bottles and bottles and bottles. You have a higher tolerance. But what you're excited about is the chase of, oh, let me get that ice. Let me pour this, this rum or this vodka or this tequila or whatever. Let me mix it. Let me get the soda. Now, there's, you know, you can go into sugar. I'm not going to go there. But all those other things are also what keep you addicted. But the chase of it, because the anticipation of the rush and then you're probably doing all this while on your phone, while on TV. You're just massively over inundated with dopamine. And look, all good. I got a message from my man VR yesterday. He's like, are you telling me I'm, you know, I put my kids to sleep at eight o'clock. Is that for me or for them? I, I, I said, let's talk about it. But the truth is only you can answer it. And I'm not trying to, 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 to sway you one way or the other. I'm just saying, be aware of what you're doing. And if you're good with it, Okay. I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I'm just simply asking you to be aware and conscious. And then in turn, you can't complain. I don't have this. Okay. Why not? I get it. I talk about it regularly. Trials and trips. I get it. 
I know. You, you, that's why I say you endure. That's why I say trust the process. Love the process. Be the process. Now, specifically on a granular level as far as the cookie. Look, the cookie can be whatever it is you want it to be. It can be a literal cookie, right? A pint of fucking Haagen-Dazs chocolate chocolate chip. I have, ooh, I love that. I love that. And, and, and sometimes it's binge watching. My thing is you choose the reward you give yourself along the way. But really, really, in order to attain what it is you're looking to attain, you really have to make the cookie an endless macro goal, thereby ensuring you're never satisfied, henceforth ensuring endless potential satisfaction through chasing the desired end state and the micro wins that come with it. Let me explain. There are some days in the morning, you know, I wake up, I told you I run. After I pray and meditate, I lift. And obviously after I lift, I get a pump. I'm swollen. Feel good. Woo, biceps all out. You know what I'm saying? Especially on chest, uh, chest days. You feel, oh, and that's just, I mean, it's the man thing. It's a me thing, that's for sure. Sometimes my wife will be like, hey, we need something from the store early. I'm like, good. I feel good. I'm pumped up. Got my tank top on, even if it's 10 degrees outside. Still got my workout. Get water to the store just like that. And you walk around. That's part of my ego. I walk around. I know I'm swollen. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not where I want to be, and that's the thing. There's, I'll, I'll say that. Fine. Let me, let me get into this point. I go to the store. I'm swole. You could tell I just worked out. People are looking at me sideways like, yo, why? The store just open. It's like 730. Why is this dude... He's just, you know, he's just, he's just trying to show off or whatever. Fuck you. I'm not. I just, I just can't finish coming for working out anyway. So one of the, one of the gentlemen and this happened recently at the store, he's packing the bag. I'm getting my, it's usually, I usually have to, to get my freaking dog food in the morning. That's usually what we run out of. So I'm getting Momo food and the guy's packing the bag and he's like, Hey, you, did you just finish working out? So I'm like, yeah, I did. I did. He said, what do you do? So I said, I do about 40 minutes of cardio. Then I lift. So he says to me, oh, he said, how old are you? I said, I'm 41. He said, oh, that's about the age I was when I ran my marathon. I haven't ran since. And I'm telling you, the universe, man, they, they put me in such great spots. You listen to a lot of people, a lot of traditional people. I listen to David Goggins and a lot of other folks who run ultra marathons and all these things. They'll tell you, if you set the goal to run a marathon, that is not an infinite endless goal. It is a finite, closed, obvious goal. And what happens is you, you fall in love with the chase, but when you're done running the marathon, then what? Your body and your mind shuts down because I, I did it. I accomplished it. I got my ultimate dopamine rush. It's what, what I was going to say, which is when I lift and I work out, I don't have an idea of how, how I want my body to look. That's, that's not my end goal. My end goal is health. And it's going to sound corny, but the reason I started working out is because I couldn't carry my daughter up the stairs one day and she was only a hundred pounds. And I thought, oh, I'm too old, baby girl. And I'm so like, what the fuck is wrong with me? So I, I run, I say, I'm doing 40 minutes of cardio. I don't say I'm going to run four miles, five miles. I just run. And some days I get four miles, five miles, six miles. Someday I get three miles. 
But the goal is endless in that I just run my, I'm just running. I'm a runner, period. If I happen to run a marathon, great, but I'm a runner. If I happen to look like Schwarzenegger, great, but I'm a lifter. And that makes me healthy. And healthy is, being healthy is endless. You can't, like, what is, what is the epitome or, or, or what is the, the ultimate end state of, 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 like, how healthy could you possibly be? You can always be healthier. So the chase and the process has to be, has to be, has to be endless, which is why I talk about consciousness. Being present, not over inundated with instant gratification and delaying gratification and the chase. You'll fall in love, although you'll become somewhat immune and build up a tolerance. But because you'll never really get to where you want to go, which is a big mind fuck, right? The possibilities along the way become endless because you'll never truly get where you want to be. And that's the nirvana. That's bliss. It's not fucking happy-go-lucky or sunshine and rainbows every day. We have feelings. But you can manage your feelings every day. You can be conscious about what you're doing, even when you're subconscious. You can put yourself in a routine that makes you better every single day. And that, my friends, is the idea of, I believe, I don't want to say properly, but incentivizing the mind, falling in love with the chase, being the process by having an endless cookie. It's almost like you run with a carrot in front of you strapped around your head or that cookie and you can never bite on it. It's just always in front of you. And then you wind up leveraging that big fucking shadow that if you look around, my shadow seems to always be in front of me. I'll never catch him. Ever. I'm not telling you what I think you should do. I'm not telling you how I think you should do. I'm not promising you anything really at all. All I'm, all I'm suggesting is if you feel like you have nothing and aren't where you want to be in life, you have full control over that. You've gotten there on your own, regardless of what's happened to you. Therefore, if you want something different, that is also on you and where you decide you want to go. But if you do care to listen, make it endless and may everything you desire come to you exactly as you deserve. Stay rich.